Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I went for a cheesy YouTube commercial this this week. Make sure you uh, click like. No, smash that like button. Smash that like button in the bottom right-hand corner. Make sure you subscribe, you share, tell all your friends about it. I'm going to go make a video about a place in China where I'm not supposed to be and have the world turn on me. Looking at you, PewDiePie. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't that into the whole drama with that. I mean... Ooh, we could be like old old uh, Markiplier and sit here and talk about statistics for an entire episode. Be like, we got to get those st- statistics up. You got to share more. Guys, if you're in, if our statistics aren't up, that means they're down, and that's not good. I think they make something for that. Yeah, but it's cool because I do I do downs. I don't do ups. I don't do like push ups or sit ups, but I do downs. I'll. I'll chow Me down. either yet. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I stole that joke from uh, John <laughs> Panette, so uh, it rests in peace. In peace. Um, but yeah. This is not pieces. Rest in So anyway, re- this episode is brought to you in part by Starbucks, makers of fine coffee and tea, because they bought Tivana and then closed it all in the United States. Dude. Not that we're salty at all. You know what? It's really funny. I think like the first time we really hung out was at a Starbucks. Um, I think we started at the Starbucks and then we like m- immediately moved to Chick-fil-A. And it's hilarious. Cause I absolutely hate Starbucks. I hate being in the building. Um, <laughs> like just, and we, we met, uh, I can't remember his name from hungry robot. Uh, Eric, Eric, that's it. Yeah. Ah, oh, sorry, Eric. If you're listening to this, um, but yeah, anywho. It's weird. I don't. I just can't do Starbucks. It's too Caucasian for me. <laughs> like, and, and I feel comfortable in Chick Fil A. Like, if that tells you something. I mean, who doesn't feel comfortable in Chick Fil A? Listen, the Lord—that's the Lord's chicken. So I was at a meeting um, at work. I was going to say something really bad. Please, please don't. <laughs> um, you're going to steal my thing. <laughs> but uh, I was at a meeting at work and my, my owner was like, why can't we have customer service like Chick-fil-A? And I couldn't stop myself. I just yelled. I'm, I was like, they have the Lord on their side. You can't fight that. <laughs> and he literally like, just looked at me, laughed and nodded like, oh, yeah, you've got a point. And then it's like, for real, though, we could just say uh, you're welcome more often. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Listen, my favorite thing to do is to play spot the Chick-fil-A or spot the ex Chick-fil-A employee. Because I'm like, oh, thank you. They're like, my pleasure. I'm like, oh, dude, you totally did not grow up with a grandma who said that. And that's how you learned it. You got it drilled into your head at Chick-fil-A. See, my girlfriend has been in customer service slash uh, restaurant business her entire life, like working life. And I was uh, I was she was born in a chili. She was born, in, <laughs> she was born, born in- and raised in uh, the restaurant industry. But uh, she, she says my pleasure. Form. And I, she says she gets that joke all the time. She actually got mad at me once when I did. I was like, "Oh, sorry." Did you? Did, wait, did she work at Chick Fil A though? <laughs> no. Okay. That's what she's just. She's one of those that uh, no, always believes in giving the customer like the best experience because she was assistant manager in multiple places. So it's you know got to keep that standard up. No, she's living a lie. She shouldn't be saying that. That's like that's like the the guy who like becomes Jewish and and then tries to slip as many Yiddish words in as possible. 
And you're hmm. just like, dude, no. Yeah, she's living a lie. So how long until us, uh, Chick-fil-A, trademarks, uh, my pleasure? I don't know. Did they already? No. Speaking, well, I know that uh, Cody over at Westminster is having to change the artwork on the Chick-fil-A because of them. So. Oh, is it only the artwork? He doesn't have to change the name? Mm-mm. No, he's keeping the name, oh, changing good. the artwork. Yeah. I think it's I was just like because he used really the logo. Bummed. Yeah. Like he I mean, I was surprised he got away with it for as long as he did. Right. And you know what it is? It's all you jerks who are bringing your Chick-fil-A's into Chick-fil-A and taking pictures. Some guy saw it. He was like, "No way, Josue. <laughs> Not happening, buddy." And he mm. said, "He's like, I'm going to take you to court." And the guy said, "My pleasure." That's crazy. You had to have been there. Um, but this episode is actually brought to you by Patreon. Now that we're going to get back onto the thing. Um, by the thing, I mean like the railroad tracks. So, oh, I should have used that to pay for my Starbucks. Damn use it. what? Oh, no. Uh, Since I'm here recording the episode, it's it, technically a business. Hold expense. on, hold on. Really quick. Sidebar. Guys, don't listen. Chris, you've got to get the account set up before we can do anything. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because you just you have to do it before the Fourth of July, because I can't okay. I can't afford to pay for the rest of the uh, the house uh, for summer nam. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sidebar back. Yeah, Patreon should have bought Starbucks. They'll <laughs> buy our, they'll buy your Starbucks whenever we go to summer nam. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So uh, what's new, Chris? You got anything new? I know you sold some stuff. Did I get anything? No, I've oh. sold like three out of my seven things that I'm trying to get rid of, and I'm not sure what I'm going to pour all that money, that sweet, sweet reverb money into yet. Um, a camper or a helix I'm, or a stomp. I think you should get a stomp. I think you'd like it. I keep forgetting who makes the stomp. Line six, same people who make the helix. Oh, okay, y'all. That see, y'all always confuse me of like just saying the stomp instead of like helix stomp, and I'm like, okay, are we talking about like the well, Digitech I stomp no. or ew, whatever? No. Why would? <laughs> ew, no, that's gross. Don't say that. Um, no, don't do that. You got to get no the HX stomp. It's, oh yeah. So uh, see, I I want more control than that. I don't want to like live preset to preset. I'd rather have the multiple like as long as you don't get the LT. Stuff. Don't get the LT. Oh no no no. You need the scribbles. Yeah, I think what I'm going to end up doing is getting the Helix rack because I already have a rack case and I have a MIDI verb and I'm wanting mm-hmm. to find a SDD two thousand or three thousand to throw in the rack and hopefully have it all controlled by the helix but yeah that's either what's going to go into or i'm going to keep sitting here trying to find me another nine, 1991 strat strats are for losers speaking of strats being for losers i'm going to play my strat <laughs> um so <laughs> I, uh, I got a we got a cool comment people like the playing on the you know, on the show, so we're gonna keep doing that. Um, I talked about it. I think I like mentioned it one week, but I, I really wanted to mess around with this big muff I've got. I got it from Willa Hugh, who is a supporter of the show. He's he, he bankrolls this operation, so shout out to Willa Hugh. And he also trades me. He's we sell each other the crap that we don't want. Will and I have that relationship of uh, my crap can be your crap for just a small amount of money. 
and we live pretty nice. close to each other, so it gets here pretty fast. But yeah, so this is uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with my clean tone. Uh, so is there oh, anything special about this muff? Is it just a regular big muff? I don't know. People say it's. Wait, isn't the black one the metal muff? They they have a metal muff. No, no. this is the one that's like uh, I don't know. My phone's literally on one percent right now. I've got a computer in front of me. I don't Good know job. why I'm going for my phone. I need to like actually use a computer. Yeah, I'm going back to the group chat real quick as well. No, oh, it is not. the metal. Wait, no, that's what Will's pedal. I, I probably didn't. Send us a picture. You're letting I don't us know down. what version it is. It might be a. It's not the version. Seven. Okay. It's, it's a different one. I don't know. All right, Starbucks, keep it down back there. <laughs> Everybody um, quiet. Yeah, I don't even know what version. There's so many dang versions. So yeah, but right. um, here let's see. It's it's the V7 Second Edition Black Russian Big Muff. Oh, so that's Ooh. what it's called. Okay. Um. It, yeah, it's pretty now. cool. I like it. Uh, it's the one. It doesn't. Ha it has the chicken head knobs. It doesn't have the round ones and the round foot switch. It's got the regular foot switch. But let's see. Here's gonna be my clean tone. And these are going to be all the knobs set right about 12 o'clock. So that was really cool. Um, actually, it's a version eight. Sorry, I just happened to see what it actually was. But here we're gonna mess around. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna go to a setting that I really like, and that is the sustain cranked, and a little bit on the gritty on the tone. So we're gonna have a little bit of fun. So it's got a really great sound, uh, but this is, I'm going to do this. I'm going to throw on a uh, lower octave because I've been having a lot of fun with this. So we'll see how this sounds.
So I like big muffs. They're great. So that it's yeah, it's crazy really because it, uh, you play all these different variants, but then you play an original, and you're like, man, they they really actually hit it pretty great right out of the gate. So, um, yeah, that was loads of fun. Diaz got to riff around. Uh, oh my gosh! So funny. Really quick side note thing. Um, I've got like a thing for Tina Turner, um, because well, who you sh- everyone should. But uh, the coolest thing, one of my favorite songs, and I think like the thing that kind of got me on Tina Turner was the Golden Eye theme, because that came out right when I was young. So mm-hmm. all my kid, I was listening to it. Uh, we were coming back from a water park, and I told the kids, I was like, "Check this out!" And they played that Golden Eye theme, which is a. Which that pedal actually does a really good noise because we all know fuzz was actually invented to sound like a horn, but um, that was a uh, mm-hmm. that was a pretty cool thing. So now I've got my kids are gonna watch a bunch of James Bond movies. See, music brings families together, and that's the important thing. You mean you haven't started them on James Bond movies yet? There, well, I want to watch them with all the kids, and the young one's still pretty young. There's a lot of sexual stuff in there especially like the the more oh, yeah. ever sex in movies was just more i mean look at goldeneye the uh what's her name the ivana something virginia uh or whatever <laughs> yeah that's whatever yeah virginia she okay was, this was um, filmed in eastern she killed Europe, that guy. not west virginia west virginia mountain mama <laughs> hey shush calm down don denver's not really here guys they got really excited. So you've got people at Starbucks. I got dogs. This episode's yep. brought to you so by So I apologize in advance um, for the uh, off-brand Coldplay music. Hey, it's better than Chick-fil-A. You'd be getting like the radio, uh, or you get the elevator version of like Chris Tomlin songs. Um, so that's always fun. But I guess we'll move I mean, on I to guess we news. Could. Since we could, or we, or we don't have it's to. It's whatever you want to do. The past passive aggressive effects loop. Don't, don't, don't put this on me. This wouldn't be a problem if you weren't like your mother. No, no I'm just kidding. This episode. Wow. <laughs> uh, I've never met your mother, so that could be a very big compliment. Let's not Let's get into on. that. This isn't therapy time. We're okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So first thing on the gear news list, uh, Mr. Black condenses an 80s rack delays into a mini enclosure so mr black has this own little like thing going on where they just they do such mm-hmm. simple stuff that sounds great i don't think i've played a mr black pack i haven't played one good. at all so you're you're beating me on that front i have i had the dark echo which was fantastic i kind of regret getting rid of it i think i got that from aaron abubo or i sold it to aaron abubo Interesting. I don't know. Aaron and Bubo and I, I think we did gear deals that I don't remember. So I, know, I know I sold him a time factor. But anywho, so this, uh, it seems like Mr. Black's moving into the mini line. He just did a mini vintage course, kind of like the CE1. So now it's got this 80s mini Echo, 
what is this based off of? Probably the uh, SDD thing. If I had to guess, because we were talking about this pre-show, he had a uh, what do they call it? The JDD three thousand uh, mm-hmm. pedal that came out a few years ago, um, but it's discontinued now, and it has the same controls as that. Just no, no tap. tap. So if I had to guess, it is that just condensed. Well, it sounds really cool. It's it kind of reminds me of like the Dan Echo which is kind of more of a tape echo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like the self-oscillation and kind of like a warble thing. Right. It has a modulation to it. Um, it sounds really good. Yeah, I, I liked, liked it. it. And it's ninety nine ninety five. dollars I think any that. pedal that, I think any pedal that street price is under a hundred bucks, that's, that's something worth turning your head at. Cause you never know when you're going to get one of those cheap pedals that just does something to your sound. Especially boutique. Especially boutique. Um, let's see, and we'll let's move on to Boss announced their 200 series. So they've got the EQ 200, the DD 200, the MD 200, and the OD 200, which is pretty cool. This is kind of like the in between on the 20 series and the 500 series. Yeah, I've been kind of calling it the updated 20 series because it needed. Actually, didn't they, did they discontinue it, or is, is it still a thing? What, the 20 series? Yeah. I think they discontinued it. Okay, so that makes sense that they brought this back then. Yeah, this was, this was filling the gap. Um, so what is the 500 series run, 399 Uh, Yeah, because what, Strymons are 499 Yeah, and those yeah are so they're, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so one of the cool things is, in my opinion, that in this line they came out with four pedals... And one of them's an EQ pedal that has presets, has a graphic EQ two different ways. It has the actual like slider graphic EQ, and then it has a digital screen that shows the EQ that you're currently playing on. So that way you know when you're scooping the mids, you're scooping them hard, buddy. Scooping them too much, probably. Two scoops. I want double up. Two scoops of vid, please. Yeah. All right, now I want Baskin Robbins. Um, You're welcome. I will be right back. Uh, no, but on um, that and the OD200, there was... A, oh, yes. I, yeah, so I was looking at it, thinking about getting it. You can go to your good old Zazounds or American Musical. I guess I'm going to add a little double up in there. And you can get it for pretty cheap. The only thing... All right, so the cool things, I'm going to say, you've got three-band mm-hmm. EQ on all of them. You've got, you can choose if your boost is post or pre. Um, you can, it has a gate oh. on it. But the thing I don't like, I just don't think that the sounds are like going to be different enough. So they've got the Blues Jr. They've got a Scream, which I'm guessing is a Tube Screamer. They got a Centaur OD, so a Clawn. Then they got the X drive, then the distortion, which is DS2. Got the X distortion, then you got the stack drive, the fat distortion, X metal, fuzz, and then just regular overdrive. Um, and then a brown. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know if I'm expecting more, but I just felt like it was kind of, kind of 
bossy. You know what I mean? It's it's got that boss thing where it's like all the distortion. I don't. I just wonder how it's gonna sound. Right. I really want to mess with this at Summer Nam. The 200 series is on my list for Summer Nam. Maybe. If oh, Matt for sure. Knight, if Matt Knight still likes us, he can mm-hmm. uh, give us a talk about that. We have. There's no reason Matt wouldn't like us, is there? No. Not can we start some off. beef? I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't piss him off. Okay. Let's start some beef. Let's. <laughs> let's see. We'll take you back to 1776, dude. I don't know. We're gonna get a wigs, some powder, sword fight. Ooh. Should we go get some pool noodles our first day at Nam and have a fake sword fight? Oh my gosh! I'll walk up to Matt Knight, smack him in the face <laughs> with a white glove. I challenge you to a duel. So, there we go. All right. So this episode's brought to you by old pool noodles? Things. Question mark. Pool noodles. Yeah. There you go. Pool, let's see. Pool noodles and face slaps. Episode title called it. All right. Um, I, listen. If I was going through and I saw a podcast that's supposed to be about beer and the title was pool noodles and face slaps, I would have to download it. I would like have to be like, okay, what are they talking about here? Um, but so that was kind of like the stuff we talked about that was like new gear. But there are some things that came out that was kind of worth noting. Um, De- Megadeth's Dave Mustaine has throat cancer. Mm. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, and all I know this sounds really bad, and uh, I'm gonna go on air and say it. He always sounded like he had it. If you ever <laughs> listened to his vocals. Um, but yeah, dude, that sucks, man. So wishing him a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Sending out thoughts and prayers and all that good stuff. Um, let's see. He seems pretty optimistic. All right. But anywho, we're going to move on to the next thing, which is going to kind of steamroll into our topic. Cause I feel like we have some opinions on stuff and things. So, uh, this week there was a video that was posted and taken down apparently quite quickly uh, due to backlash, but Gibson issued a kind of like a threatening video uh, to rival guitar builders. So I won't say it. I watched the video. I did too. Do, would you, if, if you haven't watched the video, pause, go watch it, come back. You may have to find it on Reddit if it really got taken yeah. down. Cause that's where I saw it. That's where I saw it was on Reddit too. Um, so go find it. We're wait. All right, welcome back. Uh, so you watched the video. Uh, so Mark, I forgot how you pronounce his last name, Agnesy. Um, however you want to, is the new guy kind of for Gibson. He's the face. He is the director of brand experience. Uh, Mark's a well-known person in the guitar community, and he. Uh, Let's see. He worked for Carter's Vintage Guitars. I would, no, no, it was not Carter's. Um, it was... Chris got disconnected, so now I'm all, like, discombobulated. There he is. Right. Welcome Hi. back. All right. What was the last thing you said before our lovely sponsored Wi-Fi cut out on me? I was hoping you'd jump in, and because I was talking about Mark Agnesy, or Agnesi, or 
however you pronounce his name, and where he worked, and I actually said Carter's, which was wrong. It was actually Norman's Rare Guitars. He was the manager there. Um, but the video... It, would you uh, with the tone it he delivered like, it in, yes, because it was very... Actually, it was mildly mm. aggressive. It wasn't super aggressive. It just, you know, had those very punchy enunciations on things. So... So the thing I didn't like is it's is a lot of people know Mark from his mm-hmm. like Instagram and doing videos and it didn't sound like Mark. You could tell that it was like scripted, like there was cue cards, he was looking for it and reading it. And I think Mark's one of those people that you can't do that. Like if you were to give me like cue cards and expect me to read it and seem normal, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna look like a guy because I'm gonna be sounding <laughs> out words. I'll be like builders. Um But I don't know. I think that it was. Um, I don't know. I think they tried to put it off like we're not trying. You know, it's not. They said this isn't about us being bullies or trying to stifle mm-hmm. the boutique marketplace. But it's how he came across. Yeah, as he, this, you a know, few of the words he said were. Uh, I think he actually said we're going to come after. You have been warned whatever and protect our brand like how, what other way are you wanting to have that come across yeah well he said he said that at towards the end he says you have been warned we're looking out and we're here to protect our iconic leg- legacy so the crazy thing about gibson is is they keep talking about that they're constantly innovating and i know i've been like kissing gibson's butt a little bit they 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 haven't been innovating as much as like they put or it Or they've on. been innovating in ways that their customer base does not want. Yeah. Not saying any names, RoboTuners. But hey, get your robots off my guitars. Um, the biggest thing is that they're, we're running out of... I'm not saying we're running out of designs. We kind of are. But... We're, well, we've been programmed to think certain things look mm-hmm. good for guitars. And honestly, there's just a lot of things that have become classic. You've got your you've got your Telecaster, your Stratocaster, your Les Paul, your SG, your Firebird. You've got all these things. And they all stem... I mean, look at the, the ES shapes. Um, Flying V, that's Gibson mm-hmm. 2. You've got all this stuff. Explorer... And you've you've done the design, and I get that you want to protect it, but there's only so much that you can expect yeah. out of the market. And a lot, I mean, sadly, just the guitar market the way it is, it's not kind to innovation on mm-hmm. body styles. It's very rare that there's, it is, and half the time it's if it's looks like it's classic enough like what was that the fender Mur- marauder marado from last yeah. nam or damn before like that looked like it could have just come straight out of you know the 50s around the same time you know gibson introduced the v or explorer see and the thing is is in the video he keeps talking about oh we've done all this and he stops at like the yeah. 70s it's like like, uh, do you not <laughs> want to like, talk about mm. the Les Pauls that you sent from the factory with the, uh, what's that whammy that nobody likes? Yeah. Floyd Rose? Talking about the Exodus series? Those weren't bad. Don't be knocking those. 
They're good enough for. Uh, I don't hate Floyd Roses either. Uh, They're just ugly and bulky to me. And I would probably never have another guitar with one. Who's the blonde guy from Rush? Alex Lifeson. Uh, yeah, that's it. Wow. <laughs> I was not even close. But yeah, I think that one of the big things that needs to be talked about in this is that sure, Gibson doesn't want to be a bully. But now you now that's what you look like. You look like the company that's mm-hmm. grasping at straws. Oh, and speaking of which, one of I the mean, straws they grasped at was when he said some of which are, like when they were talking about the copies, like some of which are of lesser value or build quality. So it's like, okay, are you openly admitting that somebody's doing it better? <laughs> yeah. Like looking at you rock and roll relics for one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's insane. I mean, they're they're already pretty hard on the headstock. Like, that's a big thing for them. You can't have the Gibson headstock. Yeah, and that's fine. But how are you going to take away from all these other designs that people have been branching off of and using mm-hmm. for years? I mean. I don't know. You got these people who are running Gibson and all this. And it's like, dude, you you act like you built it yourself. That's my story. <laughs> Let's stick into it. All right. Here's what you got to do now, Chris. Stand up and just scream at the top of your lungs. Why would you do this, Gibson? And then run. Um, I'm not leaving box. my $2,000 laptop in here. No, you have to take it with you. How are we going to finish recording the episode? Just go outside and sit down. They'll be like, what just happened? Just this mosey is, on dude, back this is, this is in and get my with. backpack and tea after. Dude, that's the stuff I deal with on a daily basis. People are nuts. People are straight up insane oh, yeah. in the real world. That's mm. enough for me. I don't know. I just... I think Gibson needs to get their crap uh, together. Yeah, because... Okay, so be here's jerk. one thing I was thinking about. I think I read... Well, what post did I comment on? I think it might have been in the Tone Mob Facebook group. I think somebody brought up, uh, like, the PRS body shapes. It's a super strap. Okay, yeah, that was going to be one of my... Quite, even the single cuts. Or, and the single cut is a Les Paul, and, and they had the lawsuit... Gibson already? Les, Gibson, yeah, Gibson already sued... Okay. Paul Reed Smith. And I'm I don't I think um I forgot what happened. I I think at one point they kind of stopped making the single cuts while there was litigation going on, but I think they got it some sort of resolution or something and I think that's how they're making gotcha. single cuts again. Huh. Yeah, cuz like I saw somebody like bring that up and it's like, "Okay, so are we going to be under another one of those like as long as it's 10% original or something from mm-hmm. whatever company is making it like does that count or does it is it like only the body is the headstock going to count as the 10 percent? you know like oh, what are we looking at here <laughs> yeah i just think it's it's getting ridiculous and i've got gibson ads all over my freaking page i'm on it wants you to buy another I'm done buying Gibson. I'm actually done buying guitars for a while. I'm pretty ecstatic with what I've got. 
So you're not trying to trade the Firebird anymore? No, no, <laughs> I think I'm going to keep it. Unless someone has something really cool. Has a what? Dave Grohl? Yeah, if someone's uh, got a Dave Grohl. out on, uh, who was Leon it, Blake or Leon? His. I think it was Leon that sold one. Leon. Yeah, Leon just sold his. $5,200. Yeah. That's sickening. I want one so bad. So Dave Grohl, if you happen to listen to this, and you want a fat, chubby guy to come on stage with you and play guitar, I'll do that if you'll give me a guitar like you did that little 12-year-old kid. Alright. This is going to be it a short episode. Be. What? It's going to be like, are you going to be more excited what? than the little 12-year-old kid? <laughs> I would be more excited. I would scream. I've got, listen, I already have my scream down for, I've got the scream for whenever I meet Paul McCartney and the scream for And how high pitch of a scream are these? Or you've been practicing so it's not a high pitch girly scream? Oh no, it's okay. high pitch girly scream. I think I made the same scream whenever my wife surprised me with hot wings. So Dave Grohl is comparable to hot, hot wings. Well, a surprise hot wings. Well, good thing he's like a master griller hot. or something. So uh, maybe we'll get a Facebook message or a uh, Instagram message from him and be like, hey, next time you're in wherever, hit me up. I'll grill you wings. Dude, I would be wherever he mentioned. I'll be like, dude, I will be there tomorrow. I will sell whatever to I have to ticket. sell <laughs> for however much. I will get a plane ticket. I'll get one way. Uh, and. I'm leaving my family behind. I'm going, I'm going to go grill out at Dave Grohl's house. That's the goal. That's what I'm going to do. I think Leon would like Probably. meet me there. Leon's like, I will sleep in the back of whatever car you end up with. All right. Well, great episode, Chris. How long did Fantastic. we make it? Uh, 35. It was like 30 That's minutes. good. 30. Well, it usually takes us about 20 minutes to end the dang True. thing. So might as well get started on it now. All right, guys. So uh, go check out our Patreon. Um, it's really cool if you do. <laughs> you get free nice stickers with your donation. Yes. Um, you go to facebook.com slash group slash the effect. So join our Facebook group. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, tell everyone how great I sound. Um, I, I still want to be the guy that has all the great stuff, like the great comments. Um, go to our Instagram. It's at the effects loop. If you have any suggestions, questions, queries, or queries, is it queries? I feel like saying that is not okay anymore. Alright, if you have an, if you have an inquisition, <laughs> I think there's been enough time. I don't think you can say that one anymore um, either. <laughs> Inquisition. <laughs> uh, you can go send us an email at tfxsuperjudo.com. And I feel like Scott put this on here and it's finally going to happen sometime this week. We're going to start a LinkedIn. Find uh, us might LinkedIn. as well sign up on it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so have a great weekend. Yes. You know what? Be a champion in your own world, do great things. And if you have a chance, go get a double cheeseburger from the Why McDonald's? All right. This song is not about race or
I don't want to kind of burn. Why not like five guys? <laughs> uh, because they use aluminum foil. And that's not well, how you wrap a bird. within the next like five minutes of them giving it to you. You have to eat it within 30 seconds. I'm taking <laughs> it to go. Put it in paper. I don't want a soggy <sighs> mess. That's the one thing where five guys drops the ball. I feel strongly about this. Is that going to be our last 20 minutes discussing uh, burger wrappings? Aluminum foil versus paper? Yeah, th there's a reason why the big chains don't use aluminum foil. Okay, it's so which stupid. is better, paper or the cardboard box? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'd say paper. The good thing about the cardboard box, though, is you got a nice little place to put your fries. Mm. Yeah. So I guess the next question is actual paper or the wax paper, parchment, whatever kind of paper it is. Oh, uh, parchment, yeah. the wax paper, yeah, for sure. Yeah, not the, not the like, and not the like thick one. It's got to be like the kind of mm. thinner one. Not, not super thin. Like the Whopper wrapper is the perfect wrapper. I'm not just saying that because they pay the bills. So you're definitely not a fan of the, uh, was it the package paper deli style paper? No, no, it's too, it's too thick. It doesn't, it doesn't form yeah, well. Yeah, you always end up with uh, nice, bulky, sharp corners. And you try to open it up, and like mustard <laughs> flings on you. You're like getting attacked by your burger, and that's not cool. You, you know, you're supposed to kill your burger and eat it. Like, chow down, not fight with it. And you don't want to be the guy that has a mustard stain on his shirt. Luckily, if I go to work with a mustard stain on my shirt, it just makes me look like I've worked really hard. But if you go to work with a mustard stain on your shirt, you look like the person who's not responsible enough to eat a burger. I mean, but is it really a good like burger if it's bit. not a little messy and you get a little on you somewhere? Um, no, a burger does not have to be. It it, it doesn't have to be mm. messy. All right, how about this? All right, all right, we're gonna go Burger World. Um, let's. What's your favorite cheese? I can't have cheese, so no cheese for me. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. Man, dude, you're missing out on a sweet pepper jack. Um, let's see. Well, your toppings are limited then. No, when I go yeah, to Five oh, Guys, I get cheese. everything on the basic uh, toppings menu. So that's what onions, mushrooms. Oh yeah. Pickle, lettuce, oh, dude, tomato. No, no, and you gotta it, add grilled jalapenos. Uh, I'm oh. not a huge jalapeno. Actually, that's I'm not right. really a jalapeno person. Period. The jalapenos are, but they're they're great when they're grilled. That's the best way to have them. I don't like the raw jalapenos on a burger. I like grilled jalapenos. Might just give that a shot then. Yeah, it's got a different flavor. It's less. It's not as spicy because ah. you're not getting like a mouthful of the juices, so it's dried up a little bit. So you're getting a nice kick of like just the bite of the jalapeno, but you're not. It's not overpowering right. either. Yeah, I get everything. Add hmm. grilled jalapenos. And mushrooms on a burger, that's the way to go. And egg on a burger, yeah, sign me up twice. I get bacon. Egg uh, and bacon. A breakfast burger? Pretty much. I know uh, IHOP had one. You mean uh, Hi Bob? It was killer. <laughs> Hi, Bob. Uh, that makes a baker's mm. dozen, Bob. So I'm going to add this Sorry. in after our uh, in exit music. This is going to be our little bonus content. So I hope you guys enjoyed that, if you suck around. If you stuck around, I, I'm going to have to go in the group and be like, you better stick around. 
It's going to be great. It's going to be worth it. So, all right, guys. Uh, but you guys have a good week, and we will see you. Oh, a uh, little heads up. We are taking off the 4th of July week. So, I'm going to be very yourselves. busy that week Just emotionally. Moving, so, it's going to be good. I'm actually, I think I'm working seven Oh, days well, look now. at us. It worked out, so and we were trying to just do something special. <laughs> we're just going to be busy. We are going to do something <laughs> special. Yep, it worked out. Have a All good right, one. Guys, See you. Have a good one.